0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your
1: family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Ronnie. So have you ever heard the saying, never look a gift horse in the mouth? I have not
0: ever heard Ah, that. (laughs) Okay.
1: So I've heard that saying several times before, but... I recently discovered that I was interpreting its meaning incorrectly. So apparently, uh, never look a gift horse in the mouth. I always thought that this was kind of a saying used as like almost a lesson, meaning be careful if someone gives you something um, for free because there could be something suspicious about it. So I thought that's what it meant as like a, um, be careful of looking too closely at something that you're given. But I found out that the saying comes from a guy named St. Jerome in 400 AD, and he was com- commenting on Paul's letter to the Ephesians, which is a book in the Bible, and he made a comment about the practice then of looking at a horse's teeth to determine its age. Did you know that you could do that? I didn't know I that. Did you not, that. no. <laughs> Apparently, um, as a horse's a horse gets older, its teeth get longer. I'm not positive, but I want to say maybe this is where the saying about looking like long in the mouth or long in the tooth, have you heard that saying? No, I haven't heard any of these things. It's a saying that's something about long in the the tooth or long in the mouth, one or the other. That's so funny. But I'm assuming that that also came from um, being able to measure a horse's age by its teeth. Anyways, I know some of our listeners out there know this because they probably know a lot more about horses anyways so going back to the saying never look a gift horse in the mouth it was it had to do with the practice of looking at a horse's teeth to determine its age and the phrase is saying you know if you're buying a horse then yes you would want to be able to verify how verify how old it is but if you're being given a horse for free as a gift then it would be considered rude to you know first open up the horse's mouth and try to figure out how old it is, because that would be the same as in today's world, uh, someone giving you a gift and you immediately pull up your phone and you check out, to see how much it's worth, Oh my right? goodness, like, yeah. <laughs> that would be considered very rude. So apparently that saying, never look a gift horse in the mouth, means that don't ask too many questions about what someone's giving you because that's considered rude. But I think it's extremely interesting, and I'm going to talk about what I thought it meant and why. So uh, first, Brittany, I know that you're a big fan of where words come from, right? Are you a big fan of where sayings come from too? You know, I never thought about
0: it until now. Like when (laughs) I hear about it, I don't seek that out. But when I hear about like where a phrase got started, like this is a tangent, but real quick, like, you know, when somebody says like, I'm just joshing you when they're joking with you. Uh Uh-huh. Like that came from a guy named Joshua who used to use oh, counterfeit really? money. Yeah, during the gold rush. Oh, <laughs> so that's like, interesting. When I hear about little things like that, yeah, but
1: I think I should more because it's really fun. So, gift horse. My first thought went back to a story that's even older than Saint Jerome, who was in 400 A.D. But I think back to Greek mythology, which is you know like 12th century BC and I think of the Trojan horse yes I, so for any of our leaders or leader or listeners <laughs> they could be I'm, leaders we don't know I mixed up uh listeners and readers so uh, but our leaders I like that 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 uh Encompasses both our listeners and our readers, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, any of our listeners who might not know the story, in ancient Greek mythology, there's a famous war called the Trojan War, and during this war, the Greeks the Greeks were fighting against the city of Troy, because they like took this woman named Helen. Anyway, that's another side story. Uh, but still, the city of Troy is where the Trojans lived. Now the Trojan War ended when the Greeks came up with this ingenious, though very unusual plan. What they did is they built this giant wooden horse on wheels and then hid an, a few dozen Greek soldiers inside, inside of this like wooden horse structure. Then they wheeled the giant horse structure to the outside gates of Troy and then they left it there. Then all of the Greeks, uh, they made it look like they were retreating, right? They went out to their ships and began to sail away uh, Except for the, you know, a couple dozen that were hiding inside of the horse, of course. Uh-huh. That rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> so when the Trojans saw this horse, this huge wooden structure outside their city walls, they thought, "Oh, it's a kind of a peace offering," or that this is um, the Greeks are retreating and they don't want us to chase after them while they're retreating. So it's a like a kind, it's like a gesture of uh, surrender of, or something. So they were like, oh, this is huge wooden gift horse. It's a sign of defeat. And they opened up their city gates and they wheeled the horse inside, not knowing that there were Greek soldiers hiding on the inside. (sighs) So then during the night, the soldiers that were hiding in the horse, they popped out they opened up the gates to the city, then all the Greek army, which didn't really leave on their ships, they just pretended to, they all came back, and then they uh, stormed the city and destroyed it, and then they won the Trojan War. But that's the, the story of Greek mythology. I don't know how true it is, but again, that's the story. So in this story of the Trojan Horse. I would say that maybe if the Trojans had looked the gift horse in the mouth, maybe that they could have seen that there were soldiers hiding in there and they would have been saved, right?
0: Oh, is that where that, so that's where that comes from?
1: No, that was the thing. I always thought that the saying, never look a gift horse in the mouth, referred to the Trojan horse. And so I always oh. thought it meant be suspicious if someone is giving you a gift for free. But apparently oh, that is the okay. wrong interpretation. And instead the say, the phrase is attributed to St. Jerome who meant don't ask too many questions about someone giving you a gift because that's considered rude. And I think that's so fascinating how you have this phrase that could easily be attributed to two different stories and they have such opposite meanings. If someone gives you something, should you accept it graciously and not ask questions, or should you ask questions about it? Interesting question here.
0: <laughs>
1: um, and that's why I bring it up. So why does the story even matter in today's world? Um, because it's a really interesting idea. So we have, um, and it's funny how there's we're talking about a gift horse in both of these. When we're given given something for free, how do we know to trust it? Should we always trust it? When is it good to be polite and accepting about something that someone gives you? And when is it good to be skeptical about someone giving you something? So uh, Brittany, let's take the example. Let's say your grandmother gives you a gift um, and, you know, it's something like an unusual gift, right? Like not something that you really wanted or expected. It's like a strange thing, right? But still, how would you probably respond? Would you just find like with kindness and thankfulness? Oh, yeah. Or like thankfulness? You, yeah. yeah. You're not going to be like, uh, what is this thing? Let me look no, it up online to see if it has any value. Right. No, you're not going to do that because you trust your grandmother and because she's someone that you know is going to be giving you something that she, and her she cares mo- about And you. her
0: motives are good. Yeah. Because I think exactly. sometimes you're like, the things have strings attached. I don't know if you're going to get into that, but that's, that's you know, it's like, okay, why are they giving me this? Is it because they want me to do something for them? But with your family, you know, your grandma, you're just thinking like, oh, okay, it's just because
1: she loves me. Exactly. And that's what I'm going to get into. So let's say instead that it's the government giving you something as a gift, right? So they're giving you college loan forgiveness or a stimulus check. Here's some money. Take this money. Um, should you question this gift? Should you wonder if there are strings attached? Should you... Get out your phone and look up what are the, you know, stipulations, which means like kind of the hidden negative things about something. You know, should you look that up before you accept this gift? What do you think?
0: I think if the government's attached to anything, yes.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So the point is that it's really important in today's world to trust a gift giver before accepting a gift for them because, you know, free does not always mean free, especially and always pretty much when it comes to the government or, um, you know, I would say government is always, it's good to be skeptical, but even other people that you might not know very well, I think it's still good to be a bit skeptical. So um, the term Trojan horse is actually used in today's world to um, describe other things, specifically uh, computer viruses. That's one of, it's called like a Trojan horse computer virus. So let's say that you, Get an email or an ad pops up and it's like, oh, you won this cool free thing. All you have to do is download this program or something, right? And then you do that and it ends up installing a computer virus and destroying your whole computer. That's called a computer, uh, computer, <laughs> a Trojan horse virus because it's referencing the you know, mythical story of the Trojan horse where you think you're getting a gift. So you accept it in and it instead destroys you. Um, so there's actually been a lot of, and this would make a good, hmm, this might make another good podcast episode for another time. Uh, but I was reading about, there's actually been other like war campaigns that involve kind of like a spying or bait and switch type of scenarios that almost feel very similar to a Trojan horse scenario. So you would think that. You know, based on Greek mythology, which so many people know that um, that strategy of a, of a something like a Trojan horse wouldn't be used today, but oh, it's was used all the time today because people, um, you know, they they like the idea of of free things. In fact, uh, I was reading about a marketing strategy on a LinkedIn article, which is this professional networking website that a lot of uh, adults use, but that there's a, actually a marketing strategy called the Trojan horse marketing strategy. Really? Were you like to trick people subtly into doing something? I mean, essentially, yes. So it's when you uh, market to people, usually online, uh, by appearing to be, you know, just kind of like a story that's shared by people or uh, anything that's not an ad. So you appear to be not an ad but then once people are click on it uh it actually you know draws them into the sales funnel as they call it which means like gets you onto their website and then it starts giving you all this information about buy our stuff now um okay so the whole point the reason why it's considered Trojan horse is because the original ad is Designed purposely not to look like an ad, it's meant to look like something you mm, want. This cool okay. story to share, or uh, you know, this cool video. I-, I guess similar in a way to kind of clickbait, uh, but it's clickbait. Most people can decipher now. So for like Trojan horse marketing would be a little bit more deceptive than that. Now, you know, I want to say that Trojan horse computer virus that's much worse because that's destroying your computer. But with Trojan horse marketing. I mean, there's so many different ways to market out there. So it's not necessarily bad if people are doing this. It's just a marketing trick. And the smarter you get at learning these marketing tricks, it just makes you wiser in how you spend your money. But anyways, so the whole takeaway from all of this is when you receive a gift horse, be wise in choosing if you should look it in its mouth before accepting it. (laughs) Question (laughs) who who is giving it to you and their possible motive.
0: I mean, that's a good lesson. Uh, And yeah, never thought – I'm thinking a lot about origin of sayings and stuff right now. So it's really (laughs) fun. Awesome. Well, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. And until next time, we will talk to you later. All right. See you soon.
1: You've been listening to The
0: Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com
1: for more awesome content.